0: We're glad to be sharing the ministry of Redemption Church with you. Now join us as we receive the Word of God.
1: Hello, Redemption Church, and Merry Christmas to everybody that's somehow joining us online. We're so glad to have every one of you. Today's message is going to be shorter because we have a Christmas party. That's your cue to go, woo! Yeah, yeah. And even as we speak, fajitas from El Norte are coming into the building. And and pizza for the kids. Who's excited about that? Excellent. But before we go into full party mode, I do want to share some things with you. There is a lot in life that needs fixing. There's a lot in life that just is kind of broken and messed up. We have relationships that need fixing, we have finances that need fixing, we have health that needs fixing, we have emotional and mental breakdown that needs fixing, the Cowboys have an offensive line that needs, there's all kinds of stuff. But there's broken things everywhere, somebody say broken broken things. We all have broken things. We all have broken things, and because we all have broken things, we refuse to judge one another by our broken things. You're in a place, if you got broken things, me too, you're not being judged by that at all, all right? You show me grace, let's show you grace, let's all have grace because we all have broken things, And all the brokenness hurts us. And it hurts us in in wild ways, right? Emotional damage. Mental damage. Spiritual damage. There are people who are around us. They are around us and they're barely making it. Why? Because of brokenness. Today I went somewhere nearby. And I ran into somebody. Who just needed someone to look them in the eye and ask them this question. Hey, how are you doing today? Like they work at a retail place and they're behind the counter. And the only reason to even talk to them is say, no, I don't want my receipt. Or yes, I want my receipt. Or can I speak to your manager? Why are you so slow? Yeah. And so I just talked to this person and I just had, you know, just a brief encounter with him. How are you doing today? And they let me know. I'm actually doing really terrible. I probably shouldn't be at work. Someone in my life, in my family committed suicide. And I don't know what we're going to do. That lady's name is Nina. And I prayed for Nina right there. But what if we all prayed for Nina right now? Would you pray for Nina? All right. She's experiencing brokenness right now. Father, we pray for Nina. That you touch her in her brokenness, God. Lord, she's devastated. But God... You fix broken things, God, and you're able to bring joy where there is none, and love where there is none, and hope where there is none, and peace where there is none. And we pray for Nina and people just like Nina who are experiencing brokenness in Jesus' name. Everyone said in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 There's brokenness all over. You don't have to go look for it. It finds us. So the question is this, how can we ever have joy in all this brokenness? How can we even have joy when it is so messed up, when it is so devastating, when it is so angry and hateful and uncaring and lonely and you try to climb up and it's like the world pulls you down. Somebody is always pulling us up. How do you even have joy in that situation? Well, I want to tell you that Christmas is known for a time of joy. The original Christmas story, it features joy. That word shows up several times. Unborn babies leap for joy in this story. Angels sing for joy. The unforgotten dregs of society, shepherds, sing for joy. People rejoice in joy. An unwed mother has joy. You can have joy in this Christmas story. We aren't... Now, I want to be really clear today. We are not talking about happiness, but joy. And there's a difference. Really quick, I'm going to teach you the difference. Happiness is a reaction to something great. This great thing happened, and man, I'm really happy. It's all reactive, right? But joy is the product of something great. Happiness is something that's just a reaction. Joy produces something in you. Joy brings something out in you. It's a mechanism that works in your life. And it brings out wonderful things. Not just for you. But for everyone around. I want to tell you that it is possible to experience brokenness and joy at the same time. Happiness however. Happiness whenever there's brokenness. Happiness is gone. It is out the window. It is possible to experience pain and joy. But it is pretty rare to see somebody who is experiencing pain and is happy. Even my wonderful wife, when she was having children, in that painful moment, she let me know, I've heard about enough from you. Husbands... In that delivery room, there is nothing you can do right. You just be there and be wrong. All right, that's good. That's that's all the husbandry uh, advice I have for you. Not husbandry, but husbanding. Uh, it is possible to experience betrayal. I hate betrayal. Raise your hand if you hate betrayal. It is possible to receive to be experiencing betrayal and still have joy. But is that possible with happiness? No, because happiness is a reaction, but joy is something that produces. And it produces even when things are broken around you. It works even when nothing else is working. There is a joy that works when everything else is just falling apart. Does anybody ever have that kind of joy? I'm so thankful for that kind of joy. And to prove this point to you, I'm going to go to a just bizarre verse to bring out during Christmas. Please forgive me. It's Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. This is not a verse to bring up for Christmas. This is usually a verse to bring up for Easter. But let's throw that up there. It's Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. It says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith for the joy set before him he endured the cross somebody say for the joy somebody say set before him jesus went through the worst brokenness he went through the worst pain and he went through the worst betrayal listen you you i'm not i'm not trying to get you to compare your problems to jesus but listen you're not going to win that comparison he he by far has it worse than all of us Now we're not making light of your problems. We're not making light of Jesus' problems. But at the same time, I want to point out that joy was present. When it was the worst, when it was the darkest, when he was alone, when he was in pain, when he was in utter pain, breathing his last, there was still a joy present. Where was the joy for Jesus? It was in front of him. It was a joy set before him that he endured. And that's why he endured. What is the joy set before you? That's my question today. I'm not going to be much longer, but I want you to consider today. What's the joy that's set before you? That Jesus had a joy set before him and he endured. But what's the joy set before you? Do we recognize the joy set before us? Before today's over, I hope you recognize it in a brand new uh, revelation. I want to tell you that, of course, heaven is a joy. That's, of course, heaven is a joy. But I'm actually talking about something that's here and now. If heaven is our only joy, that means we have to wait for that joy. There is a joy that is here and now. And I, I'm going to surprise you with it because I'm actually talking about the people around us. All right. The people set in front of you are supposed to be a receptacle, a source, and an entry place, a place for your joy to land. I want to teach you one quick Greek word, please. It's hara. Everyone said hara. And it's a word for joy. Joy. And as as I close, I want to point out a major way that the word is used in Scripture. We have a definition of that. Do you have that picture of that definition? It says this. It says, the joy received from you. Look this up in Strong's letter. It tells you that the, the number one use of this word is that it is the joy that is received not to you, See, that's how we think about joy. Well, I got this good thing. The kids get good things under the presence. Now they're joyful. No, it is the joy received from you. Somebody say from you. We often point out what God gives us. This is true, but it's also true that we should give joy. I'm going to ask Cleta to come. We should give joy. Somebody say gift gladness. I want to tell you this, this season and for the, uh, beyond this season that we should stop chasing temporary happiness. Yes. And instead, we should have so much joy in us that we gift gladness to others. All right. That we run into people that are broken. They have no reason to hope. But there's something producing in you. Yes. That joy is produced in you and it goes to them. Because joy... Chara is a joy received from you. Now, we usually ask you to come to an altar and pray receive today, but we're going to do things totally differently today. I want us to pray together at our tables. If you don't know somebody nearby you, this is a good time to just know them. Just say, hey, what's your name? My name is... And know each other. And Cleta's going to sing... But I want us to just take for the next few moments a time to pray joy for each other. It could sound like this. It might just be you saying, hey, you're a joy in my life. You're important to me. I'm praying joy that it would produce in your life. Maybe I know something hard that you're going through, but I want joy to be producing in you. It's a dark, lonely, and cold world. But, but when joy is in you, It produces and it can change even the darkest night. I want us to give joy for the next moment. For the joy set before Him, Jesus endured. Do we recognize the joy that's set before us, across from us, at this table today? Make sure somebody knows. Let's pray together. All of this house, just take a moment. Pray together.
0: wonders of his love and wonders and wonders of can
1: we sing joy to the world together joy love. to the world joy, joy to, to the, the world. world the Lord has come
0: the Lord is come let earth
1: let earth receive her King, King. let every heart let every Free heart, prepare him,
0: and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and and nature sing.
1: Let's clap our hands joyfully. Listen, I'm not a prophet when I say this. I don't have to be a prophet to say this. Something bad is going to happen sometime this week. You're going to run into somebody who's struggling. You're going to run into somebody who says, I'm about to give up. I'm about to go cuss out my boss. You're going to run into somebody like that this week. And that is an opportunity for you. That is an opportunity for you not to jump on the bandwagon of negativity, not to go, that's absolutely right. You ought to just give them a piece of your mind, right? It's not, yeah, I, I, I will film it while you go do it. No, nothing like that. No, instead, use it as a moment to bring out something pure, to bring out something beautiful, to bring out something full of light. That is exactly what the Christmas story is about. The world was dark. The world was lost, and the world was cold, and the world was full of hate, but Christ came, and a bunch of people experienced joy, and they're still experiencing joy today. Thank you for your time. We have got a wonderful time coming up for us. Everybody online, thank you so much. We're going to be turning off our broadcast to have a bunch of fun. You come out and be with us next time.
0: For more information about Redemption, look us up online at redemption-church.com. We want to hear from you, so be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or even our anonymous question text line at 214-856-0550. Thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.